Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. New investment in COVID fight. The United States going on offense around the globe. Keystone Pipeline canceled. If you are concerned about climate change, you win. First cicadas, now ticks. All the things that we're walking by could be filled with ticks. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, the United States has struck a deal to donate 500 million doses of the Pfizer COVID vaccine to lower-income countries over the next year. And CBS's Nancy Cordes tells us President Biden, who's at the G7 summit, will tell other nations to do the same. Pfizer says the 500 million doses acquired by the U.S. will go to 92 low- and lower-middle-income countries and the 55 member states of the African Union. While the U.S. has fully vaccinated nearly 43 percent of its population, many other countries like Afghanistan, Vietnam and Rwanda haven't even hit 1 percent. We have to end COVID-19, not just at home, which we're doing, but everywhere. The president kicks off his diplomatic tour today with a one-on-one meeting with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. The conservative leader has applauded some of Mr. Biden's early moves. It's great, by the way, that Joe has brought uh, the United States back into the Paris climate change accords. But the two do not see eye to eye on Brexit or UK relations with Northern Ireland. Both will come up today. The Biden administration successfully blocked the Keystone XL pipeline project. And now, as we hear from CBS's Weijia Jiang, the Canadian company behind it has now officially pulled the plug. President Biden revoked the pipeline's U.S. construction permit on his first day in office. That was after former President Trump revived the long delay project that would have delivered some 35 million gallons of crude oil per day to the U.S. from Canada. The Biden administration sided with environmentalists who hailed the cancellation as a landmark moment in the effort to curb the use of fossil fuels. Republicans and some moderate Democrats opposed Mr. Biden's decision. Turns out JBS, the world's largest meat processor, paid the equivalent of $11 million to the ransomware hackers who found their way into its computer system late last month. The CEO says it was a difficult decision. Most JBS facilities were back up when the payment was made. The company says it wanted to make sure no data were compromised. Former President Trump praises a new government report on an ugly incident last June in Washington's Lafayette Park. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. 
An inspector general report finds federal law enforcement officers that aggressively cleared protesters and media from outside of the White House did not do it to make way for this presidential photo op at St. John's Church. Is that your Bible? State Bible. The report found the U.S. Park Police and other agencies that swept through what is now Black Lives Matter Plaza did it to make way for expanded security fencing after nights of violent unrest. The use of force in the park is the subject of a federal lawsuit against the Department of Justice. Well, 2020 kept most of us inside because of the pandemic, but scammers did not take the year off. The Better Business Bureau says Americans had $227 million stolen from them in fake sweepstakes, prize and lottery scams, a 33% increase from the year before. Kathy Chapman's 84-year-old father in Michigan fell victim when someone called claiming to be from Publishers Clearinghouse. He said, I just have to pay some taxes and fees and then I'm going to get this big prize. And I said, no, Dad, that's not how it works. He lost $72,000. People up early today in the Northeast saw only part of a sunrise. It was a rare solar eclipse that experts call a ring of fire. WCBS-TV weathercaster Lonnie Quinn had a look at it. Here in Connecticut, we had a spectacular view of it. About 80% of the sun was covered by the moon as it was rising. I mean, it was something to see. And you had all kinds of iconic pictures around the Northeast. Nothing was disappointing out there except for the fact that if you were in Boston or if you were in Michigan, unfortunately there, it uh, was kind of clouded over because Michigan should have been the primo spot in the United States to see it. North Carolina senators today will consider a Republican proposal that would ban women from getting abortions on the basis of the race or sex of the fetus or a diagnosis of Down syndrome. The state's Democratic governor is unlikely to sign it if it passes. Norwegian Cruise Line says it plans to set sail from two Florida ports requiring passengers to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Problem is, Florida law bans businesses from asking for proof. CBS's Peter King says there's Tampa court action about when cruises can resume and under what conditions. With the CDC approving test sailings, the government says Florida's request for an injunction on the no-sail order is not justified. The Justice Department says the law backs up the no-sail order. Florida attorneys say the CDC simply overstepped its authority. In Southern California, CBS's Carter Evans reports experts believe this could be a bad summer for disease-carrying ticks. And not not just in all the usual places. After battling Lyme disease, Dana Parrish thought she was safe from ticks when she moved from New York to the California coast. Now you come back from the beach and you got to check for ticks? Yes, unfortunately, that's exactly what you have to do. Researchers recently blanketed the brush along northern California beaches. We're surprised to find large numbers of ticks. Typically, the Northeast is the epicenter for ticks in the U.S., and scientists are expecting an explosion of ticks there this year. Warmer, wetter winters could be contributing to the larger numbers of mice they like to feed on. The son of legendary University of Michigan football coach Bo Schembechler goes public today with two other people who say they were sexually abused by a now deceased campus doctor who remained at the school for decades. A university investigation determined Schembechler, who died in 2006, and others were aware of complaints about the doctor but took no action. Carrie Underwood has extended her record as the most decorated artist in the history of the CMT Awards. Her song Hallelujah with John Legend was named Video of the Year. Underwood now has 23 CMT Awards. For Legend, it was his first.
The problem isn't just an influx of people at the southern border. There's also a flood of drugs, record amounts of opioids. Along the Mexican border, drug cartels are seizing opportunity. The cartels are exploiting our current influx, and they're bringing hard drugs. Border Patrol agent Joel Freeland says U.S. manpower focused on human smuggling is enabling traffickers to move staggering amounts of drugs, including 59 pounds of highly lethal fentanyl seized by Texas troopers the last six months. If that almost 60 pounds of fentanyl had reached the streets, what could have been the result? Mass casualty. Fentanyl seizures have jumped 800% in Texas. Janet Shamley and CBS News, El Paso. In Idaho, a dog missing for two days after a car wreck has been found. Social media helped track down Tilly, found at a nearby farm where the border collie mix was herding sheep. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 